it's CJ, and here's the guy that inspires every left-handed pickleball player everywhere to switch to right-handed. It's Chris Allen. Thank you, CJ, and welcome to the show dedicated to helping you play better pickleball. My name is Chris Allen, joining you today from Asheville, North Carolina. We're going to continue our conversation today on gender and the role it plays in pickleball. Uh, the the reason that we're talking about this is the great event that's coming up October 7th, the Pickleball Battle of the Sexes at the Bobby Riggs Tennis Club in California. If you can't be there live, you can be there in the comfort of your own home via pay-per-view. It's going to be a spectacular event, and it will raise money for St. Jude. Children's Research Hospital, the official charity of the USAPA. We're talking with National Men's Senior Champion Scott Moore, National Women's Champion Simone Jardim, and from Third Shot Sports, one of North America's top coaches, Mark Rennison. Now, last week we talked about tournament play and pro play, men, women, uh, the strategy of always hitting to the girl and or the, to the woman in mixed doubles. Uh, wanted to talk today about your local club and, I guess, recreational play. I was kind of late to the party on this. I didn't really see it when I first started playing. And uh, some women kind of pointed it out to me. Yeah, I see that guy, you know, whenever uh, it's time for us to play, he has to go get some water or run to the restroom or check his phone for a message or something. And and uh, after a while, I did start to notice a pattern with, with uh, some some of the guys. Not too many of them, but I can't deny it's uh, it's out there. What about you, Simone, in your local club? Do you see things like that? Yeah, I do. I mean, and I, I have addre- I've addressed with a few guys here, too, because, you know, it happens a lot. And what I say is my thing with the guys, which I have no problem addressing it and talking to them. I say they're so that you're telling me that they're not good enough for you to play here on these courts on a day to day. But then when it's time to find a mixed doubles partner for a tournament, then they are good enough to be your partner. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, it is still, it's hard, you know, the, the numbers for tournament play, especially there are more guys than, than there are girls at the moment. Uh, but that's the part where if you want to have mixed doubles partners, which is a huge part of tournaments, you have to make sure that you you include them and you invite them in because if you continue with your boys club, guess what? That lady over there who you just kind of neglected, she's actually a very good player, same level as you, but she's not going to play with you because she's not going to, you know, the guy doesn't think I'm good enough to play practice. Why am I good enough to play in a tournament? So I think that that's where a lot of the times they're so caught up in their own thing. And then that moment that they don't understand, you know, it's not better for the sport either. You got to include and you got to play with everybody. And and again, you know, you're going to want to play with that person later on in the tournament. Mm -hmm. I think that it's kind of a double-edged sword because guys need to understand that aspect of it. And women need to understand too, because, you know, for me, it was like, well, that it never really occurred to me. But then when it was brought up to me, then it, it turns into a thing where, well, gee, I really actually do need to go get a drink of water, you know, and, and I uh-huh. actually do need to run to the restroom. Uh, but, but now if I say no, 
you know, it's like, oh, oh, now, you know, now she's thinking that it's because I don't want to play with her. Uh, but I actually do need to go check, you know, my phone for a message or something. And then it turns into a thing where, ah, do I, don't I? And then you, it's not, I wouldn't say resentment, but it just becomes this issue. So maybe like, yeah, I should go get some water, but no, I don't want her to think I don't want to play with her. So I'll go play. And then it's like, well, now I'm not playing as well as I could because I, I need some water. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. My experiences here is that a lot of the times it's like, just don't make a habit of it. You know, sometimes, yeah, you do get water, you need to check your phone, that's fine. But if that's everybody, every time that is your excuse, then it's gonna catch on eventually. So I think it's like, it's, you know, to me is tennis is enough like this, where you have a lot of women's and men's league. And that's the reason why I fell in love with the game. It was particularly that, you know, it was me, Corinne, and a bunch of guys. And I, I loved that. That was a, so much fun for me because I don't have that in tennis so much later on, you know, playing college, you only practice with women's team, you know, your women's team and uh, you never get to play with the guys. And I mean, honestly, like it's so much fun because it adds a different, we, we act differently around each other. And I think is a huge part of being social and being in a social environment. So I think that is a huge part of pickleball. So I I think that that's where don't change something that has been working for years. If I could add, Chris, look, everyone wants to play in good quality games, right? Games at their level, at least a good competitive game. And so the same way that if you go to a club and I'm sure Simone sees, I'm sure Scott sees it all the time, where people sort of break off into small groups. Right? The better players will typically break off into that smaller group. And when that lower level player who's new to the game sort of walks on the court, that's when everyone has to, has to check their phone and get the water or whatever. It's not so much a gendered thing in that case. I think where people make the mistake, and this is where men in particular can and should do a better job, is to be a little more open-minded to the notion that women can be really great pickleball players. And... So to play with the, to play with those women, not because we're doing them a favor or we're going to be a good guy or we're going to give back to the sport, but to just be more open-minded to the idea that women can be really great pickleball players and we're cutting ourselves off from great opportunities to have these good games if all of a sudden we say, oh, you're a woman, uh, you must be bad. I think that's yeah. the big mistake. Yeah. yeah, that's a great point. That's a great point, Mark. And actually, if I, in all honesty... You know, I would rather play a lot of times with a lady at, at the local club than with a guy who's out there just banging everything. Because, I mean, it's like, you know, we grew up playing a lot of volleyball. And if you have a great setter, you know, the, the spiker can function and do really well. Yeah. If you don't have a good setter, you know, the spiker doesn't matter how good his spikes are. He's not going to get to hit any. So if I don't have a good setup person that has a soft game, which the ladies, you know, often tend to pick up before some of these macho guys then I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of out there standing around, basically. They're trying, trying to avoid me. And, and the other thing, too, is that a lot of the times, and, and I, you know, I, I know this for my own experience, is that a lot of guys sometimes don't want to play against me or they, they won't play against a woman who they know that is better than them because they don't want to lose to a woman. Yeah, I was going to ask you I've, about I've, that. I've, yeah, they're guaranteed I've to be heard, I'm telling you, you, I've heard in a tournament play and pro level, a guy on the other side where I hit a good shot and he seriously said it out loud, how embarrassing is this? So I've, I've experienced that in firsthand. So I know that 
what Mark is saying, how like, you know, women are good in this game. Well, yeah, there's a lot of women who are sometimes like they are 4-0 and they're better than the guy 4-0, but the guy might avoid it because he doesn't want to get embarrassed by the, you know, like by the fact that he's going to lose to a woman. And yeah. that is still part of today. And pickleball doesn't exist in a vacuum, right? It exists as part of this broader culture in yep. which in which the way that women are treated are is very often different from the way that men are treated. So it's not like we can sort of separate the two and expect that all of a sudden pickleball is going to be this totally even playing field where everyone respects everyone because of how well they hit the ball. Right. It's still tied up with other cultural things that are going on. Absolutely. And the best part of this whole debate is that it'll all be settled on October the 7th. <laughs> Here we come. Here we come. Uh, well, in all honesty, I think, I think, you know, and I think, um, you know, I know that, that that's not Scott. He doesn't want to come out as this guy who's like, yeah, you know, I know that that's not the case, but, you know. I'm the underdog here. So yeah, right. Mm, yeah, sure thing. Uh, anyhow, but I do believe that in general, when you're talking about just the fact that how far we've come as women and, and even part of pickleball. I think for me, the most important thing, uh, especially as the sport moves towards professionalism, is that women can be just as entertaining as men are. Uh, I think this is the part where for me is where it touches home more so that because I do this for a living and yes, getting paid to do what I do the same way as Scott does, you know, because of the fact that we are and we can be and we are just as entertaining as men. So that is not the point. It's not that about am I better? Is is Scott better? Is he's stronger? Yeah, I mean, there's there's genetics that we can't change. But the thing is, is that at the end of the day, can I be as entertaining as Scott? You know, this is like the this is really it. And I think that ultimately that was Billie Jean King's also her message was as well. Can I be as entertaining as any men and, and get paid for my work? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm, I'm totally in favor of that and think that that was a huge contribution that Billie Jean made. But what, what I think is unique about this, as opposed to the battle of the sexes, the tennis one, I mean, there's just a number of things that make this, in my opinion, a much better event. One is that we are both the undisputed number one players in our category. I mean, right. Bobby Riggs was a little over the hill, a little out of shape, a little bit you know, high on hype and low on game. So it and wasn't low like money. <laughs> low on money. Right. So, he, so, so that was one, you know, unique aspect. A second one is, I mean, they both basically got made a lot of money off of this. We're yeah. doing it for charity. So I hope people will, will understand, you know, that's our real motivation is to, to really promote pickleball and these charities because that's, that is our passion. The third unique aspect is this is a double feature. Let's not forget. I mean, it's not just about Simone and I, but we yeah. have the number one women's doubles team playing the oldies, but goodies, me and Steve Dawson. So that'll also be, I think a fabulous match oh, yeah. in and of itself. Another unique, unique aspect is that, you know, this is true entertainment. I mean, we have Morgan Evans doing a dance routine. We've got another special dance routine. I'm not going to tell you too much about. I think Simone has a special dance routine uh, planned for when she defeats you. Uh, yeah, I know. I heard that. Absolutely. <laughs> well, you better save that one this one because that may not happen. But uh, you don't need to practice that one. But, but the last thing, and this is what you guys have touched on that to me is unique about this, 
is that we have tremendous mutual respect for each other. I don't think they had that back then. It was more trash talking and disrespect. And yeah. as you guys know, and I will state unequivocally, you know, no one trash talks Simone. She's just too nice, too classy, whatever. <laughs> so that's not what this is about. We're going to be friends after the event. She's going to forgive me for beating her, but, um, <laughs> but uh, you know, we're friends. And that's what's so cool about pickleball. I mean, we'll be friends for life. We're even though even company. though we're not going to get to see each other very much because uh, Scott will have to move to Japan. <laughs> that's right. She's going to throw me out of the country if I lose to her. So I think all my, my guy buddies might do the same. So I, got, I got a lot of pressure here. Oh, man. Most, I got more pressure this tournament. Chris than I've ever had in any other tournament. So. And it is and all oh, I know. I, I've had some guys. I have some guys come up to me, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, if Scott loses to you, he's gonna he here forever." And I was like, <laughs> "Yep, I love it." <laughs> so yeah, little pressure on your side, and you got you got quite the fan base on your side. I, I must I must say, yeah. Yeah, and it's coming up October the seventh, Bobby Riggs Tennis Club, two o'clock Pacific time. And if you can't be there, you can. Can be there because we're no matter where you are, you can get it via pay-per-view. And we have a link right. to that in the show notes. Pickleballtrips.com. That's the best 10 bucks you will ever invest. Any last uh, words of advice for either Scott or Simone, Mark Renison, top pickleball coach from thirdshotsports.com? I don't think I need to give any advice to either of these two, but the advice I would give to your listeners is to uh, check out Simone's Facebook page, get on board with buying that paddle and supporting the good work that she's doing. Thank you. appreciate it. And my advice to Scott is don't drink too much sake while you're in Japan. <laughs> Ooh, baby. That's going to be tough. That's a tough one. No. Try not <laughs> to. It's going to be tempting. I don't, I don't want you to have any, any excuses. Yeah, I, need, I, need, I may need one. And my last words are, you know, I, I also wanted to say being inspired by what Simone and ProLight are doing, that Paddletech has also come out with a commemorative paddle. I'm from Texas originally. We're going to donate our proceeds to the, to the victims of uh, the Texas Hurricane Harvey. That's um, awesome. So that paddle will be out on pickleballtrips.com. Uh, it's a Banami XL with our Simone and my picture on it in the home state and we'll link to that in the show notes as well coming up october 7th the pickleball battle of the sexes you can be there either live or in the comfort of your own home via pay-per-view like scott said best 10 bucks you'll ever spend i've got my ticket be sure and get yours right now don't hesitate do it right now while you're thinking about it proceeds going to help st jude's children's research hospital that's pickleballtrips.com and we've linked to that in the show notes to make it super easy for you scott simone mark thank you so much thank you thank you mark thank and you, you and you better yeah, be ready guys. simone well there you have it october 7th pickleball battle of the sexes it's coming up and do it right now like i said get your ticket now while you're thinking about it i know there's a lot going on and there are a lot of very deserving charities out there a lot of people that can use your help around the country and around the world but you know pickleball people they need your help and your support too. And so go ahead and make this some of the best money you've ever spent. Just $10 for a pay-per-view ticket. So go ahead and show your support for this worthy cause that uh, pickleball folks have been working hard to bring to you and to make happen. We've linked to it in the show notes to make it super easy for you. 
And we look forward to seeing you October 7th at Pickleball Battle of the Sexes. I'm Chris Allen. This is the Pickleball Show. And until next week, keep them low. The Pickleball Show is brought to you by PBX Club. PBX stands for Pickleball Excellence. Join today and get the latest pickleball tips and strategies, news, and opinion. Save money on paddles and other equipment with coupon codes to online pickleball retailers. Get travel discounts to tournaments and a whole lot more. How much does it cost to become a PBX Club member? Well, it's free. Just go to freepbxclub.com. That's freepbxclub.com. There's even a link in the show notes for this episode. FreePBXClub.com. PBX Pickleball Excellence. Join the club. It's free.